Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Guilty Movie Pleasures. In-depth discussion on movies, no matter how guilty they make you feel. For fans, we are here. We're talking this glorious song that's accompanying us. We're talking (laughs) Adventures in Babysitting. Um, It's a it's a classic. I love this movie. We have special guest here, Megan Tonjes. This was her recommendation. Was. Thank you for this. It. We You're talked welcome. about it on uh, on Between the Sheets on your episode of Between the Sheets, and we've been yeah. trying. To, you're on the road a lot, so yes. psyched to do it here. And always to, uh, here with me is my buddy Ben Begley. His his movie, The Funhouse Massacre, got another weekend in the theater. Yeah. So congratulations, oh. claps for Ben. Thank you, thank you. You can check it out at funhousemassacremovie.com Yeah, for your local show. I went to see it on Friday, and um, my girlfriend uh, she was really scared. Uh, I was like, it's pretty funny, and she's like, no, it's really scary. And then woke up the next morning, and she was like. Can't believe they let that so and so survive. And I was like, all right, I don't want to give away the movie. That's <laughs> yeah, spoiler. That's so insane. Congrats, man. It was super fun. Thank it was a blast. You, man, thank you. You, it's at uh, AMC CityWalk, so okay. if you want to go check it out, I'm yeah, gonna go creep if, on it. It's awesome. If you live in LA, it's at CityWalk and the Orange County block. Okay. And I don't venture down there, but uh, it, it's it's doing really well. We, yeah. got, we tied with Spectre for critical reviews, and we beat him with audience reviews. We're at a 63% critic reviews and 91% audience reviews. Well so. done, Ben. Killing it. Yeah. Funhouse Massacre movie. If you saw it, tweet me a photo. With you holding the ticket, I want to retweet my uh, GMP fans. They're, they've been going out in droves and really being supportive. So thank you, GMP fans, for that. And if we're talking about a babysitting massacre, yeah. see oh, what yeah. I did there? What? Um, this movie's fantastic. It is. This movie, I'll tell you what. There are two things that uh, always get me in this movie. One is anytime I'm in a mechanic shop or something <laughs> happens with like a tow truck, yeah. I immediately go to this movie. Yep. Every time. Because like... My, I grew, my dad was a car dealer growing up, so anytime I was in like the the, the actual mechanic shops, I expected somebody to just like lower down on the yeah. thing yep. with a big hammer, Thor style. And then anytime I'm in an office building that is all glass, I think to myself, could I survive on the outside of a glass building? <laughs> it, it's similar to the John McClane thing. It's the, the yeah. Sarah and John McClane thing, where Sarah in, in the Thor costume, she's yes. you know, yeah, she's pulling a John McClane in this Absolutely. movie. And she survives. Absolutely. I always think of. Um, I find myself whistling to this day. When I'm like walking around a store alone or something and like looking for things unconsciously going. Oh no, that gives me which chills. Is, which is the creepy hook man's whistle. I don't like and I it. catch myself and I'm like, people must think I'm, unless they love adventures and babysitting, they just think I'm a weird creeper the in this store most right now. terrifying. Ugh. For me, it's every time I get out of the shower and I'm like getting ready for the day. I yeah. do like that little dance, yeah. Yeah. and I wish that I had like that four poster bed. Dance. Like I'm still so mad about it. She walked up to me and he asked me if I wanted to dance. There's a lot of this, and then this this classic '80s pose with the head on the back and the yes. off the bed. She is jamming in that. Opening. She's crushing. It's incredible. Yeah. Can we just talk about how infinitely charming Elizabeth Shue is? Uh, yes, she's, she's fantastic. And this movie. 
Even I, as a hooker with a, dr- a drug and alcohol problem and leaving Las Vegas, I'm still like, listen. Yeah, it's Elizabeth listen. Shue. She is adorable. Shue. That's the cutest hooker, alcoholic, drug addict I've ever seen. Yes. She's in most of my guilty pleasure movies, I yeah. feel She's like. She's so what good. The Saint. I would say The Saint oh, the is Saint's another favorite. Pretty That's solid. a pretty good movie. She's great. Killer, right? Yeah. yeah. Cool. She's great in Hamlet 2 with Steve Coogan, <laughs> where she plays herself. Oh, yes. <laughs> She's yes. fantastic in that, where like he goes to the hospital and he realizes Elizabeth Shue is now working at a hospital, and he's like, this is the classic actress Elizabeth Shue. She's fantastic, and they're all like, "Who?" And it's so funny. She's so self-deprecating. And, and weirdly great enough, in, in this movie, we have Keith Coogan. So Ooh. she's played with two different Coogans from two, two different, different families. So many Coogans. Hey, and then there's a Makuga. Oh, so. too much, too many. Too, we, uh, Coogan, Coogan, Makuga. It sounds like we a law firm. Stop saying your last name after the podcast. Too. I mean, Keith just walked in the house saying Makuga. Beautiful. Coogan, Coogan, and Makuga. I'm I'm done. You guys can take the show. (laughs) Um, No, this, uh, man, I'll tell you what. This movie, um, I... Anytime it's on TV, because yeah. okay, what was that movie? I was trying to think. I on my way over here thinking about it. The one with uh, Jonah Hill when it was basically Adventures in Babysitting. Oh, the, ba- the Sitter. Oh, the sitter. yeah. Didn't even come close. Didn't to this. see. No. Didn't and it was the last shot, a complete ripoff of in Adventures in Babysitting. Does he kiss um, a, a girl and they have that song going? And then she kissed me. No, no, so it's not that. No. No. But <laughs> what last shot are you talking about then? No, the shot of, of like the kids in the window looking down. Oh, okay. The kids oh, in the window okay. looking oh, down on the Jonah Hill. I was like, Damn. that's Adventures of Babies. It's almost the exact same house. Damn. Um the this movie though is the the quintessential eighties of what I've been talking about lately is that it's not so much about the joke as it is about the journey. Yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yes. Because National Lampoon's Vacation, the newest one, yeah. mm-hmm. the first one with Chevy Chase, obviously, is it's all about the story. There are a lot of good jokes in there, yeah. but it's more but it's about, about the, the story. Yeah. This one was all about, it was just eight poop jokes separated into vignettes. The and new vacation. The new just vacation. So we clear that up, yeah. Where if they yeah. were to remake Adventures in Babysitting, they're like, how many... F- the Sitter. Yeah. It, it's it's just not as good. It's you know why? Because there. all the comedy in this is situational. Yeah. And then they have a funny joke thrown in there. Mm-hmm. But the situations are funny and outlandish and bizarre. Like the the car, car thief with a heart of gold. Yes. Oh, I, you love know? I love him too. And, and just him. little bits. The, the thing with the 80s comedies that I love, this specifically kind of, this genre of 80s comedies, is they had this innocence to them. They had this yeah. like fun, lighthearted, you're watching it and you realize that Downtown, the scary parts of downtown, they would have just been murdered in the street. They right. Like if, if you run into some car thieves, they're not going to stop because a blues singer goes, "Nobody leaves here without singing the blues." Right, you right, know, right. there is so, but it's this innocence and this fun, and and you feel like you're back in in a time capsule. Like it only happened in the eighties. And a lot yeah. of these eighties movies too. There was this like uncanny ability for kids to fight mobsters. Yeah. Like they always yeah. beat mobsters, goonies, mm-hmm. adventures in babysitting. Um It's kids uh, always uh, coming uh, after uh, adults. Well, I mean, really. Monster yes. Squad, they M- fight monsters. monsters. Yeah, like it's it's these kids beating the mobsters because the mobsters always t- tend to be like Oh, one step behind, followed by these kids. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no. And uh, this movie does it perfect. It's I, so beautiful. Yeah. And I feel like uh, why it doesn't work as well for movies nowadays is A, we're adults now. <laughs> but B, I think that it wasn't. But are we? No. Mm, but I think there's the. There's. 
they were written better. I feel like back in the eighties, there's like a mm-hmm. there's there's a flow to Again, it. Again, like it's more about the journey. It's than more about it is the, the journey. Joke. It's not about just throwing in a bunch of uh, underpants jokes for kids to laugh. And at it would be it would be a different movie now because there's so many ways that this could be solved with just cell phones and yes. Uber. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, Brett, let's say fifty dollars. Venmo you fifty dollars yeah, yeah. on a parent's credit card and be like, I'll see you in a few hours. I can't. <laughs> yes. yeah. I can't wait to get into Brenda being the worst friend on the planet. <laughs> Brenda's awful. But <laughs> but Brenda is the most successful actress of anybody that, that was in this movie besides yeah. Elizabeth Shue yeah. and then Brenda. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, uh, you know, I mean, she plays the mom in Kindergarten Cop. She was is, in The Relic. Yeah, The Relic. <laughs> that movie's solid. Awesome. Yeah. Killing we should it. do that on here. I, I, <laughs> That's the listen, next one. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, it, Brenda's the worst. I feel like when did you first we, see this? As a, did you oh, see it in theaters yeah. or no? No, not theaters. It's 87, so it was five. That was five. Um, I feel like I probably saw it around age seven or eight, yeah. though. It felt terrifying as a kid. Like, imagine oh going God. to a city and being on the expressway without... The hook guy scared the shit out of me. Yeah, everything terrified me. And watching yes. it back, I was like, this is still, like, I, I feel a little bit of that, but it's not as intense as a kid right. looking at this and thinking, oh my God, that's what happens when you go in the city and how do they get the train? The gang scene when I was a away? kid? <sighs> oh, when on the bus? Oh, yeah. the train? I think because Ooh. I was such an impressionable kid, too. Is anytime there was a movie where something bad happened on a subway, I was never going to go on a subway my whole life. Yeah, anything extreme. bad happened in a park, I'm never going to a never park. Never going to a park. Anything bad happened like downtown, I'm not going downtown. My dad's no like, you want to go to a penguin game tonight? It's like, it's downtown. I'm it's not downtown. going downtown. Uh, right, 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 I've seen movies. The, yes. The part where they say, uh, nobody fucks with the babysitter. Yeah. Oh. My mom would cover my ears during that. <laughs> so like she would, she knew it was coming because they had seen it before me and she yeah. would rush over and cover my ears. I could clearly still say that she was saying, Fuck yeah. yeah! But like my my well, your mom, mother cared. She and, and she covered <laughs> my eyes. She covered my eyes when the Playboy centerfold opened up. So for the longest time, I thought there were boobs in this movie. But you know, there's no boobs in this there's movie. No there's none. like one random boob, and in, in the second Playboy, you see a boob. You do because the mm. second you were looking Playboy, for it. I didn't even I see it. He paused that as a kid. He was fast. Have you met me? Have you met me? Have you seen my mustache? Yeah, okay, look at this thing. <laughs> I pause for boobs. Donate to November, guys. Um, the. Uh, no, they're in the in the in the Playboy that the mobsters are trying to hunt down. You do see her boobs, but in the in the Playboy that that Elizabeth Shue is supposedly in, there's no boobs. She's in a sweater. Yeah, she has like a weird kind of like boa. Yes, and then yeah. I, and I love that the whole thing hinges on we got the notes for the Philly job. Yeah, and they don't really ever say what it is. They're like even at the end, he's like, I guess this was kind of important to them. Yeah. yeah. See, this would have been on a cell phone today. Yes, like yeah. they would have written these notes. They would have been on the cloud. A Google shared doc like, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, when the guy, when yeah. the guy's like, "Aware of the notes," and he's like, uh, "Where's the Playboy?" Oh, and he's like, and he's like, "I uh, uh, I took the Playboy to the office. There was this, this I article the, I wanted to yeah. read." And it's like, ooh, Creepy. as a kid, you never got that he meant he. Yeah. And what kind of a person takes notes on a colored picture? Like, yeah, you what, you have to use a certain kind of marker in order to read those notes. But that's what's so great about '80s movies is there's like no there's sense. no logic, yeah. there's no internal logic to this movie at all mm-hmm. in in eighty yeah. percent of the film. But it's so fun because you just escape and you go for the ride. Like, yeah, you have to go for it. Now I don't, and I've never been. You're from Michigan, I am. so you've been to Chicago a few times. <laughs> I have. Yeah, Chicago it's, gets violent in areas. Chicago. Chirac, I mean, man. as a kid, I probably imagined it just like this. But having been to Chicago as an yeah. adult, I don't recognize anything. That's right. Happening. There's boroughs in Chicago that are super dangerous. About. Oh, I'm sure. But where where like we go, like Wrigleyville or yeah. something, it's not yeah. that bad. I don't know but what train also, station she's driving to. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> 
it's 11.30 p.m. and everyone's out. Like, it's very Wait, weird. Wait, did did, you didn't take the sound clip of Crazy Downtown, did you, that I sent? It's up there, I think. Okay, I want to play that at some point. Cause that, or Scary <laughs> Downtown. That's my favorite. <laughs> because this is how they set up. Oh, I don't think it is. Is it not there? Oh. Damn it. I have it on my phone. I can just so play sad. it in the microphone. Oh, we should do the plot first, anyway. Yeah. Um, I think, let's pull up the timer real scary quick. Scary, the guy with the gun? Yeah. Well, and I've only really been in like three bus stations. One in New York City, one in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and one in Philadelphia. Every time I'm there, I just think... If a rat comes, I'm going to make that cat joke, and it's going to kill. I'm just waiting for that rat to show up. What, you monsters? It's a poor kitty cat. I feel that's like, a giant yeah, sewer rat. Brenda's experience in the train station just terrified me. Like, I thought that's all public transportation. And for a girl who wears glasses, yeah. Yeah, I was done. I was like, if I lose my glasses, I'll be petting that. a rat. I love I'll be the- taking someone's home in a phone booth. <laughs> I'm going to be trying to give a cashier's check for some hot dogs. Like, this is serious business. I love that the homeless woman next to her happens to have the exact same prescription as her. Because yeah. she puts it's on beautiful. the glasses and she's like, ah, <laughs> I'm just having to steal the right glasses. I've been stuck here for 20 years, but now I can see. I got to go. Thank you, Brenda. All right, so we're going to do the plot of the movie in under three minutes. Here we go. Okay. Are you ready? Who's sure. starting? Uh, ben starts. Oh, shoot. Okay. <laughs> and yep. In four, three, two, one. Begley. We start off with the most adorable singing montage of Elizabeth Shue because she's excited for her date with Brad or something, maybe? Brad. It's Bradley Brad. Whitford, so I'll call him Brad. They're all and Brad. And she's, she's super excited. She's singing, and can he kiss me? He is so and then he cool. And sh- he shows up to the door. He, yeah, he has a license plate. It's so cool. And he's like, oh, my sister's real sick, you know. Well, girls like you come by once in a million. So then she's bummed. She gets a job babysitting that night instead for Sarah. And then Chris, uh, no, 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 her name's Chris. Brad is Brad. brother. Brad's Brad a brother. brother. I don't know yeah, what Bradley wrote for. Douchebag. Mike. Mike, yeah. So Brad and Sarah and <laughs> Daryl. Brad, Brad's supposed to go hang out with Daryl, but then Daryl wants to stay over because he has a crush on uh, Chris, Elizabeth Shue's character, because he thinks she's the Playboy model. There's this rumor that she's the Playboy model. And so now she's stuck babysitting these kids. Somebody else take it. Go, Megan. Oh, God. Uh, she gets a call from her friend Brenda, who's at a train station, who's tried to run away, couldn't run away. I don't know. There's a situation going on. <laughs> and is freaking out because it's going to cost her too much to get her to t- in a taxi and take her home. So she decides she's going to drive with these kids and go into the city, the big, scary city. And uh, she has to take the friend, too, because the friend's like, well, I don't know the parents be okay with this and so she gets blackmailed into that right. and they start driving into the, the scary Chicago mm-hmm. and they tell a ghost story and they tell oh there's a ghost story about a man with a like a, a babysitter or a hook or a, a hook. kid a or, and it rips faces off yeah, yeah. and then yeah. They, the, the tire explodes and they uh, have to pull over to the side of the road dude yeah. shows up whistling Wants to help them, has a hook, so they're all terrified, of course. And then yes. he turns out to be the nicest guy ever and wants right. to help them. But in, in the meantime, when he does help them, he finds out from uh, the guy that works with him at the garage <laughs> that his wife is cheating on him. Such so a they great go, tangent. They, he just oh, U-turns a tow truck. He's the best character in the movie. Oh, yeah. He takes he just plows through the front yard, and in like most John Hughes movies or Christmas, he hits Boom. that guy, the he little the, thing. Yeah, the little... Uh, um, he goes in there and immediately starts yeah. opening fire, because that's what one does in, in a bad part of Chicago. But misses. <laughs> he misses Misses terribly. Then shoots the window out then they take off in a Cadillac that's being stolen by a guy they go to that guy's garage those guys are somehow putting the things together we got a lot of movie to go over yeah, yeah. Still oh like my so, then, so then they, they, they get stuck in the office because the carjackers are like we're going to deal with them after we talk about the jobs around town but then the Philly job has been written like we said before on the Playboy centerfold the kids uh, Daryl grabs the Playboy they go out on the rafters they escape the car thieves go after him they end up in a jazz bar where nobody leaves blues you without bar. singing the blues yeah sorry <laughs> baby sitting blues then they leave there they go from there and they end up on a sub 
subway train, right? And then uh, there's a knife in it. I skipped something, maybe. Knife in his foot. Nobody fucks with the babysitter. Yeah. They end up to the hospital. Right. And then the I hospital. Oh, oh, your dead. friend is dead. Oh, right. no. I'm, I messed up. Right. And then. Uh, the, pe- the people come back from Holy Cow 30 seconds left. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> you got this. Uh, the people come looking for him. And, uh, and, and so they're, <laughs> they're going crazy. Uh, they know that their dad's in this one part, but they somehow. The get, mechanic. Uh, yeah. They go to the mechanic's place Thor. to get the car. Thor is there. It's Vincent D'Onofrio. It's really nice. Got a long blonde wig. Kind of weird looking. Uh, they get in the car. And, uh, office building. Uh, yeah, they get to the office building. Uh, no, Eight they go seconds. to the, uh, the office building because the sister and there's toys and they're on the thing and they go and they, <laughs> yeah, and they get back and they spot the thing and uh, it's like, oh, oh, <laughs> I'm fairly certain there wasn't a full sentence the last so ten much. seconds of that. It was like and then there's a thing and then there's this and then fly home. I mean, so yeah. in case you didn't know, at the end of the movie, what happens is. They get chased down an alley because Sarah goes off <laughs> yes, after yes. after they go and confront Mike, uh, who's cheating on. Let me, uh, let me ask you guys yeah. a personal question: Have you ever been in an alley? Yeah, like, like with, <laughs> I run down an alley every night. Yes, really? been in an alley. Yeah. Like, I'm just being out of it, like, and then <laughs> in a car and then a high speed chase. And I you know, actually, it's not as exciting yeah. as I, I imagine. I was filming years ago, uh, uh, just a little project I was working on in high school. In an alley in downtown LA. Wow. Uh, and I saw a guy coming up and it looked like he had a shiny silver gun in his hand and we booked it. We were terrified. Oh, no. And the first thing I thought of was, Adventures in Babysitters. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. I shouldn't have come to downtown. So much of our lives just goes right back, back to this to, movie. Yeah, it really is the, the quintessential uh, remembrant of like, because there's so many different parts of it. Don't you mean yeah. Rembrandt? Yeah, it's a Rembrandt. That's why I don't trust guys when they say, like, my little sister's sick, I have to stay home. I, I don't, don't trust any of that. Mm-hmm. And Mike. his girlfriend in the... In Ooh! Gross, gross-faced McGillicuddy. No offense <laughs> yeah. to that actress. Her like, name, by the way, was Sesame Bleck. Sesame Plexer. Sesame. <laughs> Sesame Plexer. Oh, no. He's with Sesame Plexer? Oh, She's damn. such a sleaze. sleaze. <laughs> we don't use the word sleaze enough no, anymore. Sleaze or skis. Remember skis? Yeah. Oh, God. Man. I love they definitely use this. some questionable terms in this movie. Oh, homo? They yeah. call a lot. When he's like, my brother thinks you're a homo. And, and Vincent D'Onofrio's like, you're spreading rumors about <laughs> yeah, me? Because yeah. <laughs> there's like a hint of like the Homophobia. fact that maybe he, with the yeah. giant blonde wig. and He could be. There's like, a, there's like a, there's a little yeah. joke between Elizabeth Shue and her friend uh, about uh, spiking her mom's tab with Drano. There's like a whole like, yeah. are you like trying to kill your stepmother kind of thing going on. She's yeah. very casual about it. Very strange. She picks up the phone. She's like, uh, "Did you uh, did you spike your mom's tab with Drano?" She's like, "No, I'm at a train station." Oh, you're in a train station. <laughs> that, like, that's the turn. first guilty moment for me. Is the, the inciting incident for this entire movie is the call from Brenda, <laughs> and Brenda's call. They didn't. I don't mind because this movie's perfect in my opinion. But it's, it's hilarious. It's hilarious because they should have. I guess they infused with what you're saying, spiking the, the tab with, or tab or yeah. whatever with Drano that she doesn't like her mom, so that's why she ran away. <laughs> but there's no real hint that she's going to run away until she calls and she's like, "I ran away from home and yeah. I have no money. I spent <laughs> and then they, all the money they on a bring cab." Bring Brenda back to the thing, and she's like, "Get out of here, Brenda!" Like they don't even resolve her family issues. Does she live in the neighborhood, or does she have to now find another way home? Go back to your home where you ran away from, you idiot! And, <laughs> and let's talk about how this entire night could have been avoided if Elizabeth Shue could just spare forty dollars. Yeah. Also, she, well, she had to pay in the end anyways. She had to pay the $50. Yeah, she had to pay so it was $45. Ah, but they learned something. They had the most fun night of their lives. They did. And so far, also, as Daryl says. What the one kind of big plot hole is the fact that Mike, uh, the boyfriend, is like 45 and drives the Camaro. <laughs> <laughs> Bradley Whitford. supposed to be in a, in a I feel like Bradley school. Whitford 
First off, he's awesome. Yeah, but he's I feel best. like he's never looked younger than 30. Never. No. no I always. feel like he was 12 and looked 30. Yes. He was wearing sweater vests in the second grade. But he doesn't age either. He looks the same now as he did in this movie. And in Billy Madison. He died at 30. Yeah. He's a vampire. He's, he's been around a for a long time. Oh, that's a pretty good call. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's going to put that. it out there. Just a little bit of a little thought. I like it. A little thought. A little thought for you. Um. Oh, my God. Now, Okay. There's so many I love how much popcorn you have in front of you. (laughs) I'm double fisting a coffee and a water, and you're double fisting the popcorn. And that's my Blu-ray of Adventures in Babysitting, by the way, everybody. That's impressive. I own it on Blu-ray. It's the 25th anniversary edition. They spared no expense by putting absolutely no special features on it. (laughs) Oh, we totally glazed over the fact that she meets fake Paul Rudd at the... the, the, uh, the Who, by the way, is on Scandal, which I realized. Which is like like a really successful actor. I'm glad you thought that same thing, too, because as soon as he showed up, I was like, wait a minute, that's 80s fake. Paul Rudd. Yeah. Doesn't he look like Paul Rudd? He oh, does. Yeah. Yeah. He does a lot. And he's so charming like Paul Rudd. Oh, and then there's great. There's the fake Anthony Michael Hall with the like the curly mullet. Yeah, yeah. At the, who's like, hey, what are you doing with my girlfriend? Yeah, and then like the the <laughs> so ten other frat guys that, that all look forty. They're like, yeah. when the one guy says, "Hey guys, I must be drunk because I see it. Right? I like, see a talking what? penis. It's yeah. like what? <laughs> How's that now? How many penises have you seen with like a giant red head of hair at the top of it? This scared me for college parties as a kid. Did it? I was like, I'm not, I don't want to do this. That's something I find really interesting about this movie. We were talking about this a little bit beforehand where. On the surface, this movie could be, by today's overly politically correct standards, be deemed somewhat racist in parts because it's these four white kids that go to the city. And we're from the and, suburbs. And we're from the suburbs, that. and everybody in the city is pretty much a minority. But the cool thing is, almost everybody who is a minority is super cool to them. Yeah. Like the all African American blues bar, yeah. they love them. Yeah. The, um, even the carjacker is a super nice, and the main bad guy is a creepy old white guy. But then the only people that are jerks are the frat boys, who are a whole slew of douchebag white guys. Yeah. So I don't know if that was like an intentional thing. By ne- today's standards, it would be intentional. Well, but it's like the you Chris know, Columbus these... was just putting yeah. that in there, yeah. right? Well, Chris Columbus comes from that National Lampoon. Yeah. Uh, Zemeckis, not Zemeckis. Um, uh, Chris Columbus, John Hughes, kind of school yeah. of like everything shot in Chicago, everything yeah. kind of based on Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I'm, um, you know, they they're probably making fun of frat guys all of college, so just keep the trend yeah. going and make fun of yeah. them. But I thought that was really cool to subvert those stereotypes where it's like, oh shit, it's a carjacker, and then it's yeah. like, oh, he's actually the night, he's one of the heroes. I shipped. Elizabeth Shue and the carjacker. Like, I wanted them together so bad. And I yeah. still do watching it. I'm like, yeah. they would be the yeah. best couple. And we don't know what he, happens to the carjacker. Does he, does he just stay in a life I of mean, crime? I don't know. Here's the thing. In the, real world, in the real world, he would be on the run from those people because they would murder him. Because oh, he yeah. left his one boss hanging off the side of a... The guy sees him. And yeah. he's like, help! Yeah. And then he punches the creepiest white bad guy ever. Yeah. Yeah. Take the Brady Bunch upstairs. No. That <laughs> scene. That scene. Yeah, he sounds like good. the ass you to ass guy from Re- Requiem for a Dream. Oh, your face Don't ever everywhere. bring Requiem to a Dream into this, into I'm this sorry, situation. I'm sorry. He sounds like that creepy How guy. I'm Adventures of Basing the Ass to Ass. Yes, so that was, exactly. I'm that saying was it's the same voice. Okay. Ready? Listen. Ooh. Keith. Ready? Listen. It's, it's this. It goes, take the Brady Bunch upstairs. Or ass to ass. It's the same guy. <laughs> ben. Okay, you're gonna need to check out. out. His, I'm sorry, okay. I'm sorry. Twenty right. second time I didn't out bring up ass to ass. On <laughs> Thanks, this, Megan. On this Thank for you. Once, Thank you so, so much. Welcome. We did have Margo, children. We did have children listening to this. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, Ben. <laughs> sorry. Um, Hashtag no, bad I like, to, I like to believe that the, if there was a sequel to this movie, <laughs> that it would start off with her breaking up with this Paul Rudd dude, yeah. and then this carjacker coming back into yeah. her life. Yeah. 
and a lot of really good sex. That's what I like to imagine. <laughs> that, that just, trend just, just, like, we don't, like, like 50 shades of gray, but yeah, good. Yeah, the plot's not important. Exactly. Okay. So, my, okay, you don't really see the mom stands for the, the beginning of the movie and then the, still, the office party. It's I still think it's so funny how offended and hateful you were towards my comment. <laughs> yes, I'm very offended I'm sorry. and hateful. Ben. I didn't mean to taint this movie. You're not tainting the movie. You're bringing up an anal raping scene at the end of one of the most destructive movies that has ever been made. I was just equating the bad guy in this for how creepy he is to being as creepy as another character who has one line in another movie. Ben, comparing yeah. Avengers and Babysitting to Requiem for a Dream I don't want to dwell on it. It's like comparing pancakes Yo. to a sledgehammer on your foot. But, like, that could be a really good, like, college paper, though. Like, a film yeah. college paper, yeah. like, comparing Avengers and Babysitting to Requiem for Nothing like an indie Megan Tonjes idea. I would be interested in that thesis, for sure. That's like that's something that they would inv- like do in PCU, except an intelligent version of PCU, <laughs> yes. like where you can major in game. Hey, PCU oh, yeah. was intelligent. I, I like the PCU. I love PCU. Yeah. Anyways, so what were you saying before back I interrupted? Back to ass. Hashtag back to ass. I thought you were on my side, Tonjes. I mean, you know, Man. I'm here. Um, when the mom is at the dinner party and there's yeah. only like 20 people <laughs> and then she goes the fanciest office party Lan? or like Lan Alexander University of Pennsylvania 1968 like no how did she not know you've been at this party for 4 hours for with 20 people yeah. at your husband's office of course you're gonna know everybody there and uh, then how she goes I like the way to, she's sleeping with that man. Yes. And that she had to make like a big show. But I have yeah. all these alternate theories Let's of things that are all. happening. Let's yeah, no, it. I think that they're having an affair and okay. that she had to make that scene so that her husband wasn't, you know, was a little wary or not uh, wary of it. And he's like, honey, what? Uh, no, that's oh, right. Oh, I person. haven't seen him since college. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They're fucking. <laughs> For sure. Like I don't know if I can say that word, but we talked ass to ass, so now I'm saying... Any, yeah, like, anytime fine. you get caught checking out somebody and you're with your significant other and you're like, I just, just I thought I knew that person. <laughs> That's what she's doing. I thought I knew them. Oh, it looks familiar. Erica or something, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? The funny thing, though, now is that once you're with somebody for so long, you can both be like, yeah, that person's attractive. Yeah. Either sex, you know? You're just you're secure enough. So yeah, you're of like, course. All right, Jon Snow, but Khaleesi's going to come on screen <laughs> any minute uh, now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What does um, the dad do? I have so many questions. I yes. like what these people what? do. The, the mom That's a gets nice house. Really nice house. And the mom just gets drunk those... and comments on the food at the party. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> just mm. one mom. Uh, my diet starts next week. <laughs> and I'm dressed like an all Oscar. All the cliches. Oh, my God. Yeah. And the the dad has, like, the my dad had the same thing, like, that white silk scarf that served no purpose no other purpose. than to look like Indiana Jones. Because they never Evil. wrapped it to, like, keep their neck warm. It's no. just, like... Not to keep you warm. And he's in the coat stylish. closet whistling to himself, like, oh, yeah, jacket. <laughs> Gotta get my jacket in the coat closet. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> what he's singing. And then the entire party... Listen... I've never been to a party, per se, on, like, the top floor of an office building in Chicago with all People glass. People are looking out windows. Correct. What is the draw of that place? The windows. The view. You're t- there. And no one ever sees it. selfies in front of it. Like, they were that definitely talking. That girl is on that window for upwards of nine to ten minutes. Yeah. That, in, in an office party, that is an age. The, yeah. And the, the minute you nobody see noticed. movement outside, for sure, you're, like, there yeah. just makes no sense. That makes no sense. That's the whole. Especially when she's tapping on it going, Mom, Dad, like yeah. nobody. They're all nope. just that hammered. <laughs> They're all just like, I gotta get one more. It's the Monday. It starts <laughs> yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> That's your best impression you've done on this show. <laughs> the mom. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks. I love the, uh, I, I love, what's his name? The the hook guy, Pete, uh, Pete Pri- Prius, Priet. 
Pruitt. 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 Handsome you, John you Pruitt. Worked it out. Handsome John Pruitt is is so good in this movie. He's amazing. Now listen, I don't like wrestling. I don't watch wrestling. I don't care for it. And I know a lot of my friends will hate me for saying this. But if I was a wrestler, that would be my name. Handsome, Handsome John, John Pruitt. Pruitt. Yeah. He's so good. fun. Would you have a hook? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, I, okay. Obviously. I and I'd lo- drive in on a tractor trailer and oh, shoot at my god! I would watch wrestling See? if that happens. I mm-hmm. just love how... Every plot point that happens in this movie seems very random, and just like like that they they get helped by this hook guy, and like like we were saying, how he's like, "What? She's with that bastard again?" And it's just like, it's so fun. It just, it's so fun. It's, it's adventures. Exactly. It's an adventure. In babysitting. Okay, the entire movie, the little girl won't leave Chris's side. Yeah. No. And they drive by one toy store. Yeah. That is obviously closed. Yeah. And she decides to disappear knowing full well that Get a little baklava on the way yeah, first. They, a little French pastry if yeah. you will. <laughs> At shit, what was the restaurant the called? It turn, turns into Home Alone. It does. It turns into yeah. she's yeah. the next Home Alone. Yeah. Well, it's a how little, great would that have been if that she was been Home great. Alone? It's a little Warriors too in the uh, in the train. I mean it's dead on a rip off of the Warriors oh, yeah, which for is sure. so good when they all You get past Devereaux Street you're dead. When the subway's rolling through my turf it's in my turf. And then all of those, the switchblades, and then each other one has like a chain, a metal pipe. <laughs> Nobody fucks with the Lords of Hell. No. Oh, no. We got that sound clip. We should play that Nobody Fucks think- with the Babysitter. <laughs> uh, let's go into some sound clips. Do we have yeah. Nobody Fucks with the Babysitter? Yeah, of course. Nobody Fucks with the Babysitter. Well, J-Bones? Maybe. No, I'm not seeing it. What? Ooh. I emailed it. I sent, you, I sent you upwards of ten clips. How do we only have eight? It's okay. I'll show you. Well, I'll we'll, show you we'll, the email. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll kill some time right now while nobody fucks with the babysitter. Nobody fucks so with yeah, the babysitter. I, I got, I got, a, I got one that has ten attachments, but like it's two different things. It's just eight clips that I got. Huh. Mm. So let's check this out. I will email it to you again right now. All right, go for it. This is dead time on the air. Who got to talk about something else with Megan? How's the puppy, how's the puppy doing? Over she's there? great. She's chilling. She's we, also we, a, we have a dog there's here. There's a today, dog in the studio. And she's the world's most beautiful dog. Um, and I'm a, I'm going to steal Margo. her. Yes, I'm going to steal her from Megan. It's going to be hysterical. It's nice to have babysitters yes. for the dog. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the thing about the ending of this movie, yeah, shows which. Is you know the classic is oh. that she's that car is now perfect. First oh, of all, yeah. have you ever gotten like broken your windshield? It takes the dealership like two or three days to oh, fix yeah. the windshield. It takes so. like twenty minutes. And I've never been to <laughs> a mechanic shop like <laughs> under a bridge. No, under a bridge. No. Where's the advertising for that? You know, it's just a, it's a friend of a friend of handsome John Pruitt's. And I don't know. I tell you though that Vincent D'Onofrio has never looked more studly no. than in this movie. <laughs> He is handsome as all hell. The crazy thing is Shows. the amount of, of body like images that, that Vincent Nofrio's had in his career are crazy. Incredible. He's stud with blonde hair. He's fat creepy it. in uh, Full Metal Jacket. He's Then he's like creepy daredevil guy, and he's like huge in that. And then he's like skinny dad in um, what's the movie where he's thumb sucker. I mean, he's all over yeah. the place. Guy is one of the most versatile, most underrated actors in the history of American he's great. cinema. I'll start with Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah. So Do you think this was this his first movie? I, I can find know. out right now for you. I don't know. It had to be early on. It though. was super early on because I mean he's. I mean that blonde hair was not around. For, <laughs> that blonde wig was not around for long. That blonde wig was brutal. Oof. I oh, thought it was I real seen. hair, guys. <laughs> it looks so real. It did look really so real. real. Here I'm looking. That's actually up. a pretty good Halloween costume because it's really easy. It's oh, just yeah. jeans, the shitty blonde wig, a trucker hat, and a hammer. Thank you. No, found. Full Metal Jacket was before. It was the same year as Full Metal Jacket. He was okay. in this. Okay. Wait, so he was. Pretty heavy in Full Metal. He was huge. How did he do that? 
He's a man. Well, um, maybe they were filmed at different times. Yeah, Full, Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> Kubrick was known for filming way Full Metal long. Jacket was like a two-year process. Yeah. And he was only in the beginning He probably of the lost movie. a bunch of weight during that process. And then, <laughs> out of stress. Um, do we Do we have the clip? We're all in How the world of shit. Almost, almost there. Beautiful. All right. The, the man from Memphis, a.k.a. Jonathan. Everything in this movie I want to go for Halloween. Like, I was Ooh. looking at Chris's jacket. Yeah, I never Chris's thought of this. This is a great Halloween This would be a great, like, as a cast, we would just, like, go as the different characters. Yeah. Brad, the little girl. Does she? Does he's like? Chris. I love your jacket. Is my mom's? Your mom's? Oh, it's great. my. It's my grandfather's. Or something. Oh, yeah. he yeah. died. Yeah, and he's, he's like. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? It's also so funny you when he's like die in the jacket. Yeah, no. It's also so funny when he's like, can I take your jacket? And then he like goes and like almost like knocks her over because he's so nervous. All right, guys. Yeah. Here All right. we go. Right cool. here. Okay. Beautiful. Don't fuck with the babysitter. Oh. <laughs> Listen, yeah. I, I didn't hear that for the first seven years of my life. I want that to be my text message my, yeah. <laughs> Don't fuck Don't with the fuck babysitter. With the babysitter. Oh. Don't fuck with the babysitter. She sounds really <laughs> tough there. That's like a Scorsese delivery of don't fuck with. Can we hear that again? Don't fuck with the babysitter. That is intense. Get a little turned oh, on. Each time. She probably did like 30 rounds of that, and that was the last one, and she was just done for the day. Yeah, yeah. Don't well, fuck. Here's the thing. I was, uh, I, I was a big... Uh, uh, Sweet Valley High fan. Oh also, my God. also big uh, Babysitters Club fan. Yeah. Oh as you know. Yes. And uh, you know, I'm 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 reading some of the Babysitters Club, and there was this douche I went to high school with. His name is Jimmy Park, and he was always stealing people's stuff. He's in jail now. It's fine. <laughs> and, and that makes it worse. So and, when he gets out, yeah, he, I'm dead. Uh, somebody, he's probably watching this in jail right now. This is the Someone's only station posting this on his Facebook YouTube. wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, dude. And. Uh, <laughs> And he stole my Babysitter's Club book. It was the third grade. I was pissed. So I walked right up to him. I took a fork from the cafeteria. I shoved it in his meatloaf. And I said, Don't fuck with the babysitter. You know what's funny? I, um... I was I, hoping it was going to be his leg. <laughs> I used to babysit when I was a kid. Uh-huh. And when I was like 12, I was babysitting uh, this kid named Eric down the street. And he kept watching Angels in the Outfield over oh and over God. and over again. And I wanted to watch X-Men the Animated Series because I was still into that. And it was on, and at the time, they didn't have... like, two months ago? I mean, yeah, it was two months ago. So, it was on at 11.30 a.m. on a Saturday. Mm -hmm. I didn't... I forgot to VCR... uh, To tape it on my VCR at home. That was the only time in the 80s you could get it. There was no such thing as DVR or playback on the internet. So, I had to watch it then. He wanted to still watch Angels in the Outfield. I put on X-Men the Animated Series. He switched it back to Angels in the Outfield. I looked at him, and I said... Don't fuck with the babysitter. And I put on the episode where it was Enter Magneto... Episode 3, X-Men the Animated Series. True story. I don't have anything to top that. Minus the F-word. <laughs> Let's go to um, uh, the, the creepiest thing. The babysitter. The creepiest moment of the whole movie is, uh, oh, Brad. Oh, Brad. Oh, Brad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is the even, sister. Even as a child, I remember being like, eh, what the hell? The worst ADR. Like, that was the best thing they could get from because that's clearly ADR'd yeah. in there. Oh, and that was the Brad. best thing. Play that again for us, Jonathan. Oh, Can we get that one more time? Oh, and just that is the most for sexual. The, for the peanut gallery, one more time. Oh, and for the context of this clip, <laughs> she's just been pulled up on a rope by everyone, not just Brad, mm-hmm. by the carjacker, uh, Elizabeth Shue, yep. and Daryl, mm-hmm. and Brad. And, and Brad. There are a lot of questionable relationships going on in this movie. <laughs> and, and yeah, she gets pulled up, and that's her reaction to that, Brad. Yeah, that made me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. There's like... <laughs> there's a moment between like Brad and the friend, too, that I was like, oh, all of a sudden I want them to get together now. I, I get this. Yeah. 
And then, yeah, we have Brad What chasing. moment was that? I think it was during that scene. I think they just look at each other like they think one of them was about to die or something. Yeah. Just, there's like a moment where there's there no talking and they're just, they just stare at each other, very happy to see each other. It's very bromantic. And uh, I would make a fan video for it. Ooh, almost knocked that over. I, uh, you know, I'm a big, obviously a big Brad Pitt fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, oh, Brad. But I'm even an, an even bigger uh, Brad Lee Cooper fan. Mm-hmm. And Brad I Lee saw, Cooper. I saw him at the premiere for American Sniper last oh, year. God. And uh, I, you know, we were sitting by each other. And I, when he got up to go to the bathroom, obviously I got up to go to the yeah. bathroom. And uh, I went over and he was going to the bathroom. So I was like washing my hands for a really long time. And uh, I leaned over to him as he was washing his hands. And, and, and all, I, all I could say into the man's ear was... It's funny you mentioned Brad Pitt, yeah, because uh, they released a new trailer for By the for By the Sea uh-huh. because they're trying to get people to actually go see the movie as opposed to the eight that went. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, it's all music still. It's mm-hmm. it's that whole um, what song is it in the By the Sea trailer? It's, um, uh, it's the Verve Pipe um, Sweet Bittersweet oh, Symphony. Symphony. Yeah, it's yeah. it's you know so it's very melancholy music. And at the very end, Angelina Jolie's character, she's smoking a cigarette, and Brad Pitt comes in in just like, you know, these tight little shorts, and his mm-hmm. abs are showing, and she looks at him and just goes, <laughs> Still nobody's seeing the movie, though. Mm. The visual mm. of you two doing a voiceover for a little girl saying that is the creepiest <laughs> thing I've ever It's seen. creepier than what I said earlier with Requiem? Yeah, no, it's, it's, you know what? It's all coming Tied. together. It's creating the creepiest episode ever. Yeah, Megan, didn't you, you, I think you were telling me that a couple of years ago you were dating a guy named Brad. <laughs> this is a trigger. I wrote a song about avoiding Brad. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I thought. You could go on. I don't want to. <laughs> I made merch about a boy named Brad. There's mm-hmm. a t-shirt that says hashtag sorry Brad. Because that's how I deal with my feelings. I just try to pay rent with them. Oh, smart. So, you know. But it, was there a moment when you called him on his phone and said... <laughs> there is. <laughs> I texted it with a lot of emojis, a lot of winky face emojis. I feel like I'm, I'm, we can send you that sound clip and you can I would make... love... <laughs> you're fucking up my whole life right now. I feel like... <laughs> Should we move on to another one? Yeah, email me all of those. Let's move on to another one. What do we got? Um, <laughs> you slip me the cash, and I'll slip you the wiener. <laughs> well, oh, out of context. Now, I know, obviously, that the writing there was all supposed to be tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. yeah. But the way that scene was delivered, without, like, like that's what she said kind of moments, yeah. they were both just legit talking about you it, was really, wiener. really good. Can we play that again? You slip me the cash, and I'll slip you the wiener. But I don't have any cash. Then I don't have a wiener. Well, then we've got, that, we've got that next part. I don't have a wiener. Oh, my bad. Then I don't have a wiener. <laughs> you know what? Actually, um, you know how I'm afraid of... When I was a kid, not a kid, but when I was a teenager and in my early 20s, I was pretty afraid of sex. I, I was raised by my mom, who was a nurse. I thought that it would lead to... She basically told me it would lead to STDs and pregnancy. So I get mm-hmm. herpes and a baby out of it, right? Mm-hmm. And so the first girl I dated that we were about to do the funky thing... That's what I called it, too, probably why I didn't get laid much. The funky thing. Oh, Brad. <laughs> oh, Brad. So, but... So, um, you know, I, I was like, hey, so have you had, like, an STD check or anything lately? And she was like, well, yeah, but I don't know the paper. And I was like, well, I kind of got to see the paper first. And she's like, I don't have the paper. And I was like, well, then I don't have. Then I don't have a wiener. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I did have a wiener, but not a wiener for her. Then that was awful. It's I'm a, a, I'm the a worst part about a comedian. I'm just gonna be here. All Makuga, time. the worst part about it is that's not too far from the truth. <laughs> the fact that you asked her for her papers, like you were the guy getting Give the tickets the in Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade. He didn't have a ticket and kick him yeah, off. Yeah, let me see. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I totally made that up. That never happened. No, he doesn't look for papers. I um, 
You know, I'm a huge. I love frankfurters. I love sausages. Mm-hmm. But I'm a huge. I was a huge supporter of the Matthew Weiner campaign mm-hmm. back in the day. And when he got in a lot of trouble, I was re- I was really upset. I had been taken for a ride by this politician. Yeah, and of I went. I went to his house. And his wife was there, and she had a knife in his hand, and I heard him in the background screaming, You slip me the cash, and I'll slip you the wiener. <laughs> Close. It's the <laughs> other one. I don't have a wiener. Correct. <laughs> you know what? The other clip that was played, <laughs> the other clip that was played, um, I I remember when I first moved out here, uh, I was I was walking <laughs> out. I was walking by 2020 video that used to exist, and uh, and there was a guy who, who approached me, uh-huh. and uh, I thought he was just going to sell me a CD or something. And um, he started kind of like he winked at me and he gave me a little this thing, and then he said to me, "You slip me the cash, and I'll slip you the wiener." Yeah. And then it turned out that, but but what I didn't notice, what I didn't notice is that he had a friend with him who had one of those hot dog carts. So uh, I, I just read into it wrong. The danger dogs. Megan, we know you're you're. I like very, looking very into t- your eyes while you guys are lying. It's beautiful. Like I just like to see the. You are very joyful in yours, and you are dead inside. I'm dead inside because you know what? Every time I suck at it, and you're so every, straight ahead. Like every time see. I'm like, gotta figure it out. Gotta exactly. figure out how to make this funny. Gotta beat McCuga this one? week. <laughs> I beat you one week. One I, week one I had week. a good one. Megan, you're a very talented musician. All the People out there uh, who, who watch you on YouTube or watch you wherever, see you live, uh, who listen yeah. to your podcast, you're a very, very talented musician. Thank could you. you sing us a, a version of Oh Brad? And we could we could remix Oh Brad in there. We just get a little, we get a little. She's so good at it though. Like, how do I even make this better? We could. Oh Brad. Um, and we could just pl- we, maybe we or the babysitting blues. Oh yeah! Oh, the can babysitting we, blues would be pretty good. Can we play the babysitting blues? Babysitting blues. I got the <laughs> babysitting blues. And she's doing this the whole time. Babysitting blues. Okay, now here's she what we want to here's what we want to do. We want to take the babysitting blues, yeah, and we want to have have the, put the O oh Brad over top of it. Can we <laughs> oh lay, can we layer that, Jonathan? We're making Jonathan work today. I mean, sort of. <laughs> I mean, let's go for it. All right, let's try. Works so Jonathan, well, well done. Yeah. Really yeah. well you done. Skrillex on this remix, oh, it's going to be out of control. Oh my god! Um, now we have. There's a couple other clips up there. We have. What do we got up there, Ben? We got Stitch. I don't know. Let's play them all. Let's riff on them. See you what we got. One Stitch. <laughs> one Stitch. Oh yes, one Stitch. My only shot at ever being in a gang fight, and all I get is one Stitch. Chris is going to think I'm a total failure. That was a long one, but that was that guy is like the um, the I don't even think he's really Indian. He seems like a white guy doing an Indian accent. Yeah. In he this. looks like a white guy. <laughs> yeah. It looks one very stitch. much like uh, what's his face in uh, uh, Fisher Stevens in Short Circuit Two. Yes, Johnny Number Five is yeah. alive, and you're like, ooh, so is racism in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> the eighties just the took 80s. carte blanche with race. Yeah. Period. They were yeah. like, listen, white guys got a good accent. Just throw a little shade on them. Yeah. Like, all right, dude, take it. Jonathan Heston did Touch of People style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, can and you play the um, Dr. Newt? The you have Dr. a Dr. Newt Fang. The guy with the stab wounds just died. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they named him Newt Bang. Newt Bang. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many good characters in this movie. And the Newt Bang, great. Sesame Plexor. The one-offs oh. and the un and the the one-offs and the 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 not like over the top acting is what sells them too. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh dear. In that Even handsome Joe hospital. Pruitt. Yeah. Handsome Joe Pruitt's very under. John yeah. handsome John Pruitt. Handsome John Pruitt. Sorry, guys. Christ, Begley. I Sorry. want an entire movie about handsome John Pruitt. Yeah. Yeah. I want it now. HJP. Uh, I want to know how he lost the hand. I want to know this girlfriend situation, why she's been cheating, what's going on there. And I want yeah. I want a redemption story. And I really would yeah. like to see the hand in the jar in his glove compartment. Yes, I would like oh, to see that, great. too. That's so oh good. Oh, my God. Yeah. The legend of Listen, Hanson if I lost an appendage, a hand, a keep toe, it with you. always yeah. Yeah. put it in a jar, put it in formaldehyde, keep it forever. Why around your neck. You? Wear it around your neck. Fuck it. That's actually Flava Flav style. But like a There's probably an Etsy shop. There's probably an Etsy shop you could find something. <laughs> yeah, they sell appendages on, on Etsy. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking for a mustache comb and organs in jars. Thank, Thank you, you, Etsy. Uh, do we have any Nothing more Nothing creepy about that. If you're dead, I wish I was with you. Uh, that was oh, heard of Brenda. Yeah. That was from the hospital. hospital. That was not one of mine. Mine were better. <laughs> <laughs> You kids must be from the suburbs. <laughs> yes. Dude, he did have a creepy laugh. Yeah. And everybody great. in this show, like, or in this movie, had, like, over-the-top laughs at points. Oh, my the God. Daryl? Like, oh, Daryl's the worst When laugh. the tire oh, blows and he just lasts for five solid minutes, it's like, shut up. How is it that funny that a... I would have slapped him. Yeah, me too. Tire. I almost slapped him through the movie screen. When he's in the back seat and he's, like, <laughs> messing <laughs> with his friend, he's like, shut up. We're like, stop. How I many get times it. in this movie does somebody go like this? <laughs> they like hit their hand away. They are always like, yeah. "Stop it! Stop it!" How many Stop times it. in it's movies in general? That's what babysitting is. Yeah. How many times in movies in general can the people in the front seat not hear what's going on in the back seat? Mm-hmm. There's not that much distance. No, no, it's not that really? hard. You couldn't. They could hear this right now. Yeah. <laughs> my parents heard everything, and I had the way back in like the yeah. minivan, and they're like, "What'd you say back there?" I'm like, "No, no." no my parents could hear in the Volvo station wagon where we were facing the, the facing other people. The other way. Which I don't know if you did this as a kid, where we would just wave at people the whole time, and at first they'd be like, "Oh, that's cute," and then like a three-hour car drive, they're like, "Fucking stop waving at us, kid." <laughs> yeah. like, we thought it was hilarious. We've been next to you the whole time. We get it. And that station wagon that they were driving in Adventures of Babysitting guaranteed it had one of those reverse back seats. Oh, oh yeah, it's beautiful. They just didn't guaranteed. utilize it. Yeah. Everything in that movie is my aesthetic. Everything. <laughs> I want to so live good. in Adventures in Babysitting. I want to go back into it. Please. I feel like next year for Halloween we should all. Yeah. I'm so in. So I'm you're Chris. Jacket. I'll be Chris. Jacket. I'll be the babysitter. I'll get the blonde wig and be Thor. You were <laughs> obviously Brad. <laughs> nice is the timing. Jonathan that. crushed that. He knew it was coming. He, he it's it like coming. you guys had a hive. Mind. You guys dr- uh, drifted <laughs> yes. Pacific Rim style. We need like Drift. a. We need a young, shorter girl, like a you know, like a. 22, 23 year old yeah. girl. Uh, my wife. Sister. Oh, Renee. She's oh, short. She's like go. five. You could be eight? siblings on yeah, Halloween. She, yeah. yeah. That's creepy. Mm. Well, oh, I mean, then, then it would make sense if Renee looks at me and goes, oh. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be okay. That was creepy. I'm more interested in who's going to play the car thief. Oh. Has that guy done anything? Because yeah. he, he's great in this movie. He's incredible. I don't. Yeah, I am to be that kid because he was really good. So good. What was his name in it? He had a cool name too. Uh, Did he? Joe Gibbs. Or Joe, Gibb. Joe, Joe Gibb. Gibb. Or Joe Gibb. Or Joe Gibb. It was first in a P, I think. I he love just that had the, such a nice smile. The bad guys. He all, he's so charming. Yeah. The bad guys in the movie always catch up with him because Joe Gibb is driving. Why didn't he just drive the other way so they never found him? Right. But it's because the creepy guy wanted to find the kids in the Playboy. And even the other, the other bigger black guy with the mustache, he seemed really nice. It was just the white, it's just the one creepy white guy that needed the Philly notes. Which, by the way, when he gets his feet wrapped around by Elizabeth Shue, it's like he doesn't notice. 
that there's a cable being wrapped around his no. legs. It's so brilliant. Well, because the mom is talking to him about yeah. his mm, last words. Just my dad's next week. <laughs> his name is. I love sorry. how drastic yeah, your face gets. I know. My dad's <laughs> His name is Calvin Levels. Okay. American film actor. In 1984, he won a Theater World Award, was nominated for both the Tony Award for Best Performance by a Leading Actor in a Play and the Drama Desk Award for Outstanding Feature Actor to play for his portrayal of Calvin Jefferson in Open Admissions. Get the hell out of Levels here. Levels is perhaps best known for his roles in the films Adventures in Babysitting, Hellbound, and the Atlanta Child Murders. That all sounds like it could be se- creepy sequels to Adventures in Babysitting. <laughs> it could be. And now, now what's he doing? Adventures in Babysitting 2, Hellbound. 61. He's from Cleveland, Ohio. What? That's wow. like my area. There you go. 61. Midwest. How old was he in Adventures in Babysitting then? Like 35, 36? He was born in 54. Oh, yeah. Holy jeez. He looks young. Yeah, Yo, he, he looks like he's 20. He could have got it. <laughs> Don just had that crush. What else What else we got? Take <laughs> the Brady Bunch upstairs. Come on. <laughs> That's you hear it now. <laughs> yeah, of course I hear it. I'm not going to say it again. Do it again. Make him say ass no. play. What? <laughs> do it one more time. Take the gonna... Brady Bunch upstairs. Do it. Now do it. Take do... the Brady Bunch upstairs. No. See, you're going, you're going to New York. Take the Brady Bunch upstairs. <laughs> Take the Brady Bunch upstairs. Take the Brady Bunch upstairs. I think my mind's bad. <laughs> Megan? Take the Brady Bunch upstairs. <laughs> That's dead on. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed pretty good. Pretty Nailed good. It. Pretty good. Um, <laughs> Megan, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you for um, having me. We loved. I mean, you're welcome back anytime. Thank you. Obviously. I have so many other movies that good. I think could work perfectly. <laughs> good. Good. I think. Lady I think in the water. you know we don't. You don't fuck with babysitter. You don't fuck with GMP. No. no. Exactly. Nobody. Don't fuck with the babysitter. <laughs> don't fuck with the GMP. And listen, if your name is Brad and you're out there and uh. some girl one time just says to you, uh. can you consider yourself either extremely creeped out or extremely lucky? Or both. Or both. At the same time. I don't have a wiener. <laughs> uh, Megan, where can everybody find you? What uh, You can find me, Megan Tonjus, on Twitter and Instagram, and Tonjus on YouTube. Yes, and Ben Begley, tell everybody. You can find me at the Ben Begley on Twitter. The movie is FunhouseMassacreMovie.com. At Funhouse Mass. I won't make the joke again. It's Twitter's character limit. That's the lame joke anyways. But go check it out. It's going to be in theaters through this week till Thursday in most cities. 20 select theaters nationwide. So go check your local showtimes. But also it'll stay in a few more next weekend. Uh, but go see it now while you can and tweet about it. Write a review on Flixer and Rotten Tomatoes. Let's uh, keep beating Spectre in reviews. Yeah! <laughs> Uh, congratulations again, Ben. Really enjoyed Thank the movie. You. And again, Megan, thank, thank you so you. much for being here. Thank you for having Thanks me. for bringing little Margot. Guys, you can find me at Josh McCuga on Twitter and Instagram, uh, YouTube channel, uh, Between the Sheets TV. All week or all month long, we are shooting Movember episodes. We're live from the Movember offices. Yeah, support the cause. Between the Stashes is my team. Donate. Tell people I didn't grow this mustache out to look like a creeper, although or it just turned out to be. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Until the next time, what is your guilty movie pleasure? From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.